Have you understood all this? Jesus asked. It's perhaps one of the most ironic moments in all of the Gospels that the disciples say yes, when of course the real answer, like the rest of us, is no, we have no idea what you are talking about. That is the mystery and the gift of parables, of course. And Matthew, in today's Gospel reading, piles them one on top of the other. But they have one critical thing in common. They are parables about small things that become critically important. Now, I don't know about you, but as I look around my life and I look around the world this week, I see everyone more on that hairy edge than I have seen them perhaps ever, certainly in a long time. It is such a stressful time because we are all coming, it feels like, to the end of our resources to get through this pandemic. And everyone is scrambling to figure out how we prepare and resource for the next phase, whatever that phase is going to be. The gift of our gospel today and the gift of our readings overall is that we are reminded that the way forward is not about huge ideas or even big movements. It is about the small things, the things that are probably already within our grasp that will give us what we need to continue moving forward. And more than that, like the mustard seed, to be planted, to grow, and to thrive. Many of us, when we think about mustard seeds, we think of those small yellow seeds in our kitchen cabinet that we use for cooking and salad dressings. But in fact, the mustard seed that Jesus is thinking about is as fine as dust. The heart of mustard seeds in the Near East are so fine you hardly even see them. So tiny, so fragile, so ephemeral, they would blow away at the slightest breeze. Jesus exaggerates, that's what parable means actually, Jesus exaggerates in how big mustard bushes grow. So the emphasis here is really on the smallness of the mustard seed, that small sliver of grace. In our reading from the Hebrew Scriptures this morning, we heard one of the classic stories about King Solomon, David's son, and Solomon, some would say, rises head and shoulders even above his father when he reaches the height of his influence and power in the scripture record. But today we hear a critical turning point, and it is a small thing that has enormous implications, not just for Solomon, but for the future of the tradition and the future of the house of Israel. Solomon, as a young man, is confronted by the fact that he is about to be made king. 
And rather than puff himself up with pride and lay claim to the crown, rather than ask God for all the things that kings hunger for, like power and wealth, Solomon looks around him and sees, as any good leader does, that he is accountable to a great multitude of people. And for each one of them, in their minds and hearts, there is an agenda that they want him to accomplish. It's a little bit like the joke I used to tell around here, that when I looked out into the congregation, and as I imagine you all sitting there this morning, each and every one of you has an expectation about how I should lead. It's a daunting prospect if I dwell on it too long. But you see, Solomon asks for exactly what he truly needs. Not wealth, not greatness, not power, but wisdom, discernment. Something that is so intangible, it's like that mustard seed. You can hardly see it. And a puff of wind or a breeze might blow it away. And we might lose sight of it if we don't pause and look and look hard. For us in this time, Perhaps our prayer can be like Solomon's. How do we find wisdom to get us through this moment? Wisdom is not like smarts, like knowing. Wisdom is not like a Google search. Wisdom is about engaging in the depths of relationship with God, with those around us and perhaps as surprisingly, with our inmost selves. And it begins with the planting of the tiniest of seeds, a prayer. Jesus goes on with a series of other parables like yeast. And many of us have become bread bakers in the past few months, and you know it only takes a little to leaven the whole batch of dough. And the dough grows sometimes twice as big as it was, sometimes four times as big as it was. If we use too much yeast, well, you know what happens. The sense is that the smallest thing can change everything, even the trajectory of our lives, even the course of the lives of those around us. Jesus wants to remind us that what he calls the kingdom of heaven, or the economy, if you like, the economy, the household of God, is rooted in very small actions and very small claims of faith. Our path forward at this time is to perhaps give one another just a little bit more grace and forbearance, a little bit more patience perhaps and forgiveness because we are all so stressed. And just that little bit of extra grace can make all the difference. 
It gives us room to breathe, to let go a little bit, to grow, and to come back into our deep, wiser selves. That treasure that is both old and new within us. And then we can share that for not just the world's healing, but for the new world, the new economy, the new household that God is already creating and planting in our midst. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing community welcoming those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907, search for us online, or visit our website at OurSaviorMillValley.org. We wish you God's peace. We hope to greet you in person very soon.